Hello everyone, you are welcome to Voice of Victory Talk Show. I am Ogonna Victoria. Today we shall be having question and answer where I will be answering questions from my listeners. You can send your questions to me through my email on iamogonavictoria at gmail.com. I repeat, iamogonavictoria at gmail.com. The first question for today is... As a mother, what can I advise my daughter who is preparing for marriage in a few months? Ah, praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you because whenever we pray to you, you hear and you answer us. I pray for everyone listening to me now. Before they ask, Father, you shall answer them. Even before the words leave my mouth, Father, you will answer in the name of Jesus Christ. Give them testimonies that can only come from you in the name of Jesus Christ. And let these words, O God, that will proceed out of my mouth, edify you, glorify you, and bring honor to you, and bring succor to the heart of those that are listening in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Now the question again is, as a mother, what can I advise my daughter who is preparing for marriage in a few months? I'll start by saying that um, what is marriage? By definition, it is a legal and a social sanctioned union, usually between a man and a woman that is regulated by laws, rules, custom, beliefs, and attitude that prescribes the right and duties of the partners and accords status to their offspring. I hope we got that definition right. Now, you need to know that your dream for your children to have good and happy marriage will not just be by magic <laughs> when i say by magic it means that it is a conscious and a deliberate um, assistance or help that you and the father will have to play a big role in because for you to to dream of having a, a peaceful marriage for your daughter it means you have done your own part of the game by ensuring that they have inculcated the right values that makes for a blissful marriage because this duty is time bound i must repeat that it is time bound when your child is still with you from the ages of uh, let's say from from zero to 18 at most you should know that at any time from that 18 years this child is likely to step out from the house either by going to university by learning some trade by leaving your presence little by little you are no longer caging or keeping them under your key if i'm permitted to use that um, word so whatever values that you need to teach them by this time you ought to have taught them and you also make them aware that see there are responsibilities there are responsibilities that comes with every tax given so it is imperative that you seize every opportunity that each day offers to accomplish this tax you must start early Never feel that they are too young or that they are too busy with their studies to be bothered with conversations about marriage. You start speaking about it early. You must let them know that there are responsibilities, like I said, that demands of marriage before they say, I do. 
So it is not a bed of roses, as most of them think. Ah, when I get married, heaven will come down. Ah, I'll go to this, I'll travel to Paris. I'll... No, 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 no. It, it takes planning, it takes everything. So first, I will say that teach them to have a relationship with God. If they do not know God yet, because that is the basics. This will make it easier for them to abide by His standard when they eventually get married. Let them know God. Let your daughter or your son know God. Now, because this is coming from the mother that she wants to know what to do, I'll, I'll start by saying that the mother should please train. You train your daughter to become an ideal wife. Teach her the importance of the following that I'm going to be listing out for you. The first one is communication. Talking to her husband, it is key. Let her learn to speak to her husband. Then there's something we call mutual respect. There has to be respect. She has to be selfless. In whatever thing she's doing let her not start counting ah, I've done this one by myself oh oh there's no selfishness in it at all you also have to let her know that there are homemaking skills that she has to perfect in personal hygiene is also another thing making herself charming to her husband looking nice anytime and even even whether he's around is not around she's always looking beautiful with or without much money with her she has to be beautiful for herself and for her spouse now if you look at the bible reading of titus chapter 2 4 to 5 titus chapter 2 4 to 5 it says teach the young women to be sober to love their husband, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. So when your daughter right now has all this put together, I'm sure she will be so happy at the end of the day that she will come thanking you, the mother. Because the parents too also have the glory when they have children that are settled in settled homes. They will feel fulfilled for having raised balanced children who are happily married. Above all, God himself will be glorified and will be pleased with, with them. So I'm going to be giving these tips now for a blissful home. The first um, point I have is just partner with the originator of marriage like I said before. Seek always to understand and to be understood. When your spouse speak, tell them, let them listen. Let them listen. Just don't just listen to with, uh, with the intent of figuring out the best way to respond. No, listen to understand and then make yourself understood. Because you have to consciously and deliberately work on your communication as this is also key to a blissful home. Be determined to play by God's rule. 
And what is that God's rule? It is the Bible. God's words, which is clear about how marriage should be operated. Number one there says, you must not, you, you, uh, you must leave your parents and cleave to your spouse. A lot of time, the, either the, the groom is still clinging to the mother or the father, or the bride is the one now that is still holding on to her father and mother. No, 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 no. Go back to Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Number two, no marital affair is allowed. You cannot enter your marriage and say you'll be trying A, B, C, D, and E. No, it's not allowed. Please kindly read Exodus 20 verse 14. The next is that you don't leave your duties. Duties that you know that it is meant for you to do. Don't leave it undone. You can read 1 Timothy 5 verse 8. Also, disease from domestic violence. Any little thing you carry, check, blah, go, go. Either is the man that is beating the woman, or the woman is the one beating the man. Vice versa. Please, you should desist from it. Also, there must be unity and there must be openness. That you can get from the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 7. There must be unity and openness. You must come together as one. See yourself as one flesh. See yourself as one body. And there mustn't be room for you to hide anything from each other. Because the day you start hiding things from your husband, or the husband starts hiding things from his wife, the problem starts coming in. Avoid boredom and loneliness, please. Avoid it. So always find activities that will make your marriage to be interesting. That you can get in the book of Proverbs chapter 5 verse 18. There should be love and submission above all. There should be love and submission. Because for instance, you, I, I don't believe you can get married to somebody that you don't love. Like in our olden days, uh, when our parents married, you know, they married who they did not even know. The parents will just hand them over and go, this is the person you are getting married to. Yes, it happens to even God, when God is matchmaking his own people too. Sometimes, most times, they don't even know who they are getting married to. But God directs the affairs of men, that is if you introduce him or you bring him in to help you pick your spouse. So you need to be loving and you be submissive to your husband or your wife. You must also learn to forgive. Don't start counting it. Hey, you have wronged me since 1980. Now, I'm going to retaliate. No, you don't count any hurts. Whatever that is done, please, you must learn to let go of it. For your own sake and for your health, for your emotions' sake, for everything that has to do about you. Now, no, it's not about the other person, but for your own sake. You need to let go. Forgive. Treat one another with love and kindness. Now, I also want to say that you must learn to find out what makes your spouse happy and do it regularly. Understand your husband's love language, how he wants to be loved. Understand your wife's love language, how she wants to be loved. 
a lot of times um, couples that are new don't even know or even sometimes even the couples that are old don't know their husband's love languages they don't know even the, the husbands themselves too don't even know their wife's love languages because there are some people that when you just say I love you just the word they just want you to say it and they are you know they are feeling so loved and appreciated and there are some of them it's gift you buy a gift no matter how small it is just buy a gift and you see the smile radiating and coming out and the person is so happy and some are just by by touch you don't even need to see anything you don't need to buy any gift just touch them and they are feeling so loved because you just cuddle from behind you can come from behind you cuddle your your spouse or from the front you just give a hug or you're walking on the on the road you are hugging you you, you are holding hands together that alone makes them feel loved. They feel appreciated. So you need to find out what your spouse's love language is. And also, when it comes to marriage, it's not because you have entered into it, so that is the end of the chapter. You must keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Because as you're learning, you are learning new things, you are learning new things, skills, you are learning new habits, you are learning new things. There are habits that you need to let go, and there are habits you need to inculcate, you need to get, grab by fire, by force. Also be some supportive. When it comes to your spouse, whatever that your spouse wants to do, learn to support your spouse. Learn to assist your spouse. Learn to encourage your spouse. And when you do this, it will go a long way into helping your spouse to be happy and to know that, see, you have his or her interest at heart, that you are not just um, concerned about your own selfish gain or purpose at all. As you do this, the Lord will bless you, will increase you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I appreciate you for, for listening to me because this is where we'll be drawing the curtains for today. And uh, tomorrow, I hope you will stay tuned as the aspect for the, uh, the words for the fathers now to give to their son will be taken. Praise the Lord. The Lord will bless you real gold as you go forth today. I pray that the heavens will be open for your sake. Whatever it is that you need to understand, whatever you need to tell God, God will hear you and under, and help you right early in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that as you commit the, the marriage into the hands of God, God will help you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending the questions to me. I appreciate so much and I pray that you find um, you find fulfillment in the words that has been spoken in Jesus' name. You can reach out to me at my mail at iamugonavictoria.gmail.com Ugona is spelled U-G-O-N-N-A. I look forward to hearing from you again. Stay blessed.